Welcome to a special interview episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Tamanini. On today's episode, I'm not in conversation with anybody. Instead, our own Grace Aki spoke with James Jackson Jr. Many of you might have saw him on Broadway in A Strange Loop, and he is currently starring in the off-Broadway production of White Girl in Danger. Of course, Grace and James talk about those things, but also James is set to premiere his new concert on Broadway. That's the name. It's not actually on Broadway, but instead it's going to be at Chelsea Table and Stage on May 1st. He also has a number of concerts coming up at the Green Room 42. The next one will be May 15th and then followed by June 12th. We of course will have information on where you can purchase tickets to these shows in the show notes. So without further ado, here is Grace Aki and James Jackson Jr. Thank you so much for coming on Broadway Radio to talk about your upcoming Chelsea Table show. We're going to talk about White Girl in Danger. I'm such a fan of your artistry and your work, and you're such an incredible artist, and I can't wait to see more of what you do, which I think is a wonderful <laughs> opportunity, the fact that you're giving people this May show, uh, especially to, after... No, you are doing. So do or do not. We, we do not try. You are absolutely giving. <laughs> Um, so yeah, after a strange loop and after now that you're doing another, um, uh, Michael R. Jackson show, um, this is such an exciting explorative time for you as an artist, James, like yeah. walk me through what made you want to say, I'm doing a solo concert. I'm performing. <laughs> well, it's something I've done for the last 12 or 13 years. I've done a lot of, I've done more of that than I have theater stuff. I've sort of, that was my, um, it was sort of a balm for me to go into that world of um, me booking venues and me choosing music and you know working with music directors and a band and just getting myself more comfortable with the types of artistry I want to be a part of and collaboration that I want to be a part of. So I've been doing this for 12 or so years and it's weird coming back to theater, first of all, was weird. Uh, the experience of A Strange Loop, which was an amazing thing for last year. Um, and then to be doing another one of Michael's shows. <laughs> uh, it felt oddly right for me to go back and try my hand at this thing that uh, I got so comfortable with over the last 12 years. Um, so I'm kind of excited. I threw a wrench into it by deciding to do music that's all musical theater, Broadway music, which is utterly terrifying to me for some reason because i figure if you're going to go back and do something try to like learn something like take kick it up a notch so i usually do music that is just like my favorite music so there's a lot of nina simone and aretha franklin and my my tori amos stuff and and ani defranco tracy chapman stuff and so now wait i, was like, I would sorry pause i would die <laughs> to hear you sing gravel by ani defranco i, I let's die. see i think there's there's some of her on my YouTube channel for sure. I think there's like both hands is probably on there somewhere. Fire door, I think is on there. But I've been like, I'm a huge Ani DeFranco fan for years. Um, so I've, I've always sung in my cabaret stuff, the music that sort of makes me who I am. So this departure and going into musical theater, which is what I like try to do, uh, utterly terrifying to me, but I'm excited to give it a try. And I, I hope people come and check it out. Yeah, because like you've done the Joe's Pub and the Fifty Four, yeah. and like you've 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 absolutely like made the rounds of all of it. I did all the things I was supposed to do. <laughs> right. So 
Well, Here it's, it's I funny. I, I do hear artists in this time, and I don't know if it's because of where we were in, in a mental state last year mm. and the year prior, but so many people being like, okay, I did all the things I was supposed to do. Yeah. And yeah. now um, I'm going to do the thing that I wanted to do then, but am now having the, the courage and the exploration to actually execute it, which is terrifying. So I applaud you. <laughs> it's really scary. And I, I don't know why. It is, but it's just, you know, I have come out into these rooms and done these songs that I want to sing, stories I want to tell for years. I have listened to, you know, people ordering a drink in the middle of a song and I've smelled French fries while I'm singing. Like, those are all things I love. Um, So I don't know why adding this element of musical theater and Broadway stuff, which we all love and know, why there's such an added pressure with that. But I am, uh, I want to sort of delve into some of that too, because I'm doing these songs. I took a, this set list, this imaginary, like, okay, here's my thought for a set list to my music director and to my band. And I was like, can we do this? We don't typically do these things. And they all agreed, absolutely. We're just going to do them our way. So I am uh, very excited. I realized a long time ago that there really technically are no rules. Um, and if someone tells you that they are, they're just trying to like make you do something that they want. So there, there are no rules. There's no right or wrong. You can actually do what makes you comfortable. So we're going to do these songs that I'm so excited to like not just do in my headphones or in, like driving in the car, actually in front of people, but we're doing them the way that we want to. And uh, that's a, uh, uh, it's very little Red Riding Hood from uh, Into the Woods. I'm excited and scared. And scared, yeah. <laughs> Which is, oh gosh, what a, what a line. Um, but speaking of that, you are doing Sondheim. You have yeah. uh, Michael John Lacusa on the docket. You've got, yeah. yeah, you've got some really big musical theater mainstays on here. So that's really yeah. exciting. Was there one in particular you said, I've never done this and I've always wanted to do this in a concert? Uh, definitely. Um, there's a Sondheim song. Uh, the Glamorous Life that is happening is from uh, Little Night Music. And it has nothing to do, I would never be cast to play <laughs> this part and sing this song, which is probably where a lot of the set list comes from. Um, but I've had to find a way to tie it into me. And I'm I'm so fascinated to see if this idea that I have actually works. Um, and that's scary. There's there's some Nancy Wilson in there singing a song uh, called You Can Have Him. That is, I think it's an Irving, Irving Berlin song. I can't remember what show it is. Um, but it's, uh, those probably right now are the two ones that are uh, high on my list. Putting It Together is in there also, which I've done before, but it's like all of, it's Sondheim. So these words are like, why why am I torturing myself like this? But I wanna I wanna see if I can figure it out. Uh, I think that's exciting. If it didn't scare you, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's woof. Um, so true. It should but scare you a little. Yeah. Bit, you yeah. Know? It's like it's like making a very important dinner for someone. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, and you only have just those ingredients. You know, like, <laughs> what if you if you burn the thing? That's it. You have to walk out there and be like, guys, I burned the thing. So I don't know. I'm 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 looking at it this way. Like I'm throwing just a dinner party, and the sound list, the sound that happens to be happening is a uh, all Broadway music, and it's me. No. And <laughs> it's you, and it's you giving the most authentic you. Um, so I'm amazed at you coupling this performance on May first, right in the middle, also of everything going on at Second Stage. Yeah. You're, uh, ha- how? 
<laughs> I, you know, I was talking to uh, Jam, to John Andrew Morrison, who was my castmate from A Strange Loop, and he and I have our podcast that we do, Five Questions with James and Jam. We were doing, we're doing some live shows. We're in the middle of a residency. Also, while he's planning a solo show, I'm planning this show, and I'm doing White Girl in Danger. And at one point, I think I said to him, are we doing too much? <laughs> Is this, are we trying to do too many things? And he was like, I don't think we would have it any other way. I think it just, one thing feeds the next. We're not doing impossible things. We're not doing, we're not hang gliding or parasailing, which I, like those are, you know, you have to focus on those. And I have to focus on this too, but I think, being able to do a lot of things at once is something that we all know how to do. And it does feed you in a really interesting way. I'm very excited to, <laughs> I've even added getting a new puppy uh, into the mix of my schedule right now. So yes, I can contain multitudes and multitudes and multitudes. I can learn all of these words from Michael R. Jackson's next show. I can have this like you know nine page monologue and song in the show and then do all of that. And I can put some Sondheim lyrics in my brain and I can put together a, a live show at a, at Chelsea stage and table and see what happens. Um, but I think I wouldn't have it any other way. It's really, it seems mind boggling and it seems like you should not do this, but uh, I don't think I want to not do it. I think, I think I want to try it. Um, and that's just part of the whole thing. That's part of the, the reason we do anything. So I'm, I'm so excited to give that a whirl. Nothing has, this is about to be a huge double negative, but nothing has not worked. Do you know what I mean? Once I've tried it and just gone out there and done it, it like, wow, oh, it worked. Like, isn't that fascinating? I can do all of these things. I do know how to do all of these things. Um, but we can easily psych ourselves out. So I, yeah. I've talked about that stuff for years in, in my own solo shows. So why would I not continue to function in that way now? Uh, we can, That's uh, fair. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to try all of this stuff. I'll probably like, you know, pick up a, uh, another hobby in the middle of all of it. <laughs> well, it's also, I think when you're in an artistic journey of exploring something, yeah. It ignites up another part of your brain to say, well, Absolutely. this is so successful. Uh, let me let me try this too. And yeah. I think that we get in a snowball of it, which is great. Yeah. And I'm just I'm super fast. I'm such an audience person. I I the first night of White Girl in Danger, I forgot how much I love an audience and I got scared. I was so nervous. Not that not opening, but the first preview um it was like about uh, almost a month ago now. And I have this long monologue where I have to talk to the room and to just and to the two characters on stage, but I also am somewhat addressing the audience. And I forgot how to do that. <laughs> it's that's all that this cabaret and concert world is. And I was so intimidated by them. And I was like, wait a minute, idiot. You do this. This is literally what you do. So if people are in the audience going like, mm, oh, oh yeah, well, mm -hmm, that's what you love. Lean into that. And it made me, it changed the the way I've gone at playing Clarence in White Girl in Danger. And I think that it that's what has fueled me to want to go into these concert arenas and show people that thing too. People seem to be responsive to it. Um, I like connecting with an audience that also has to pay their check. 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I like that we all have other things to do, but for this one moment in time, let's try to listen to this song or let's um, really tune in and hone in on this story. Let's all be together. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's such a cool energy that we should play with more, especially coming out of what the last few years have been for all of us. I have friends who still have not come back to the theater or come back to seeing live shows. I have friends, and it's New York, it's the tri-state. Like people go to the, the theater here like you other people go to the movie theater. Um, and I want to really come back into these spaces and address that, hey, we're doing something that's weird and dinner parties are hard now. <laughs> Being in public is hard now, but it's hard for you and it's hard for me too. So let's... Uh, try to get through this together and there's french fries here so <laughs> yeah and i do want to say we've mentioned it twice where are your favorite french fries because i've done a host of karaoke venues and like uh, you know cabaret spots and everybody's got I, fries but some people have everybody fries. has fries but they have to be i am a french fry snob and connoisseur so i just the other night i was singing with john andrew at uh the green room 42 and had the fries and those, fr I forgot how oh, good those yeah. fries were. They're very oh good. my. I was hoping you um, would say that. Yeah. Yeah. I have not tried the fries at Chelsea yet. So I'm very curious about that. I will find out. Chelsea has a great menu, I have to say. Okay. Because guess okay. what? They're owned by Green Room. Like Green Room and go. Chelsea are the same. So there the menu's go. absolutely slapping because I, <laughs> it's, you know, I, I because I am also like, I, I just, I'm, a food person and I yeah. I love when I when I, when someone announces a show and then they say like where it is I go oh the menu yeah I look at the menu yeah, yeah. the menu comes up in my head um Joe's pub has food that I love um let's see there's a dessert at 54 below that I absolutely love so like every place has their thing where I can I know I'm going to get my same martini Tito's up with a twist and I know that I'm going to get my French fries or my dessert. I know exactly what I'm getting at each place. And uh, and that's part of it, too. I think that uh, we really have to get back to some of those things. There's, that's and where I the joy that, lives. Yeah. I love that there's also this new element. I guess, you know, hybrid is a word we're all used to now. So there's this new element where I can live stream the concert as well. So I'm so glad that that exists. My family in Massachusetts can watch it. Um, and just people around the, the world can say like, oh, you know what? I'm not ready to go out and try these things, but I will entertain myself here in the house by watching online. I think there's something really cool there to unpack that will help us going forward because we've been through a really weird and I'm tired of the word, but unprecedented time. So um we're, we're all adjusting. My, my, my dog is adjusting right now to people outside <laughs> of our window. But we're all trying to get back to doing the things we used to do. So I'm, but we're, we're different. We have all changed a little bit. Um, so it's really cool to see like what this could be if we all come back into the room or we all just watch from home. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to be the conduit for that for folks. No, I, I'm really obsessed with that concept. And I am actually very grateful and thankful that we do have the option to live stream, uh, especially yeah. pieces like yours and and just like just concerts in general, because there are so many people that do want to see it and don't have the access. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's, it's very important to me. And I didn't realize it would be. 
I think if you asked me about these things three years ago, four, you know, if all of us bought stock in Zoom and StreamYard all this years ago, oh, look, think of where we'd be now. But I remember somewhere early on during the pandemic, um, some folks at Theater Row reached out to me to do one of my shows. For, they were doing sort of like a, a, a streamed concert cabaret series. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're asking. That, that's, I couldn't even wrap my brain around it. And mainly because I was like, I don't have my band. Like, I, how do I do that? Now, mind you, I also could play for myself, but I was like, how dare you? Like, I, I would never, I, it was so nerve wracking to me, but I saw a, another light bulb went off saying, oh, this is an opportunity for you to learn something. So I did an entire, I think like hour and a half set of my show. I did a, a, hi, a hybrid. <laughs> um, I got some tracks from my band individually, like my bass player played something for me on a track and I, I sang to his track. My piano player did a few things and I also played for myself. And it was really this wonderful learning experience and like communicative, like people were in the chat talking to me at the same time. It was really a wonderful thing. I felt like we were in the room at, at at you know Joe's pub or somewhere or in some basement somewhere, um, doing a live show again. So I'm so excited to be on this side of that now. You know we're not we're no longer wiping off groceries and living <laughs> in very quiet times like that. But I'm very excited to get back into these rooms and see if we can uh, just we don't have to talk about what we went through, but we can uh, just talk about how nice it is to be together and listen to some music, listen to some stories and get it right, get it wrong, and and have some French fries. <laughs> it has, I was going to say, come for James, stay for fries. Stay for that, the fries. <laughs> Definitely stay for the fries. <laughs> that's the move. Well, if you have an opportunity and have the ability, please go in person to see your show at yes. Chelsea Table and Stage on May 1st at yes. 7 p.m. And if you do not have the ability to be in person, you are so fortunate that you are going to have the ability <laughs> to live stream this show. And on top of all of that, you are absolutely the heart of White Girl in Danger. It is such a Thank moving, moving piece um, from you specifically there at Thank the you. end. I was not prepared and I don't think the audience was. I will say half the audience when I was there, I went, I don't think we're seeing the same show, which was. <laughs> it's that, but that's the beauty of it. You know, that same yeah. thing happened in a strange loop. And I think right. that's the beauty of Michael's writing. Yeah. So I'm, I love watching people take this in. Whether I used to say when people would talk about this during a strange loop and the same thing is happening here. I'm looking out at the audience and now I'm comfortable with it. Mm. And there's, there's someone sitting there who's thoroughly enjoying the show. They're sitting next to someone who absolutely hates it. They're sitting next to someone who's crying and they're sitting next to someone who's laughing. It's laughing. And they all came together. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have to deal with each other and they all have to like take the subway home or go to dinner or drinks after the show and talk about and that. Talk about and I think that's so amazing that art, that theater can do that. That's what it should do. Yeah. Um, you should go to a something and see stories that are not necessarily centering you that or that talk about the centering of you yeah. in a not so favorable, favorable way. Sometimes you have to go to those things. And then you have to talk about them with your your audience members, your friends, your family. I think that's just literally what art is all about. And it's so cool to get to do that. I love that Michael writes in that manner. And if I can be any 
bit of a conduit or vessel or get some of his words out. Um, Cause there's a lot of words. There's a lot of like thick, heavy, dense words. If I can be someone who can easily get those out, I love figuring out his language. Um, then so be it. I'm uh, it's a, it's one of the biggest honors of my career that I'm so, so blessed to have my friend, Michael, who, uh, Let's me say his things and sing his things. So it's well, a- we can't wait to hear you say your things too. Like Thank we you. can't wait Thank to you. to hear your stories, but also hearing those original like song yeah. time and, and well, Broadway you know, tunes. <laughs> it's why I love you know I I love meeting the folks after the show and meeting people. You know, I'm walking around Midtown now, like people are like, "Oh, hey, it's you! I saw you in the thing." Yeah. So I love talking to folks about these things, and it's this is another opportunity to talk to folks about what I do. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm marrying those two things together in a really cool way, and uh, it's thrilling. It's really it's a it's a big thrill to me to share this um, set list for the Broadway show. Is really it's like a Broadway mixtape of mm. if you went into my iTunes, you would hear, <laughs> you would see this. The favorite. Already, this had been built a long time ago. Mm, um, mm-hmm. These are just songs I've never, I said in a rehearsal for this the other day, I'd never taken these songs, put them in a key that was appropriate for me and then tried to sing them. So it's very weird at first when you're like, oh, this fits even better in my system. Oh, right. Because <laughs> yeah, we could do that. I, We're like, oh, right. I've just been singing along with Bernadette Peters or singing uh, along with whoever. Um, and that was not in a key that was right for me. So to do that and then take them completely out of context and try to make them work is really, it just sits, it just feels good. It's like really good shoes or something. It just, it fits really well. So I'm, uh, I'm really intrigued to see what people take, uh, take away from this because I'm learning something every time I sing the stuff or, or rehearse the things with my music director. So I'm, uh, I'm really just thrilled that this is actually happening and I hope I get to do it Many, many, many more times. Oh, you will. You will. Yeah. As yeah. long as there are fries in New York City, you're, I need you <laughs> out there singing. On that note, I'll though. Take it. I'll take it. Y'all, please run to ChelseaTableAndStage.com. Get your tickets now for yes. Monday, May 1st, 7 p.m. show. And if you aren't able to physically be there, you know that you can stream it. Um, it's going to be a fantastic show. Thank you so much, James Jackson Jr., for joining us. This is going to be fantastic. And you are such, such a light in all of our lives. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Grace. 